Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get firsthand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Hey there, Java Junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or ten minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini-episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple-shot K-Cup with my guest, Martin McGovern. Martin, as you know... Most Time for Coffee listeners are college students, young professionals. Are there common pain points that you've observed among the hundreds of young people that you've coached? And if so, what are they? So young people have to deal with their families a lot more and the expectations of their parents and things like that, which I think is a struggle. And in a way, I think my advice there is if your parents are still supporting you, then they have a say. If they're not supporting you, then they don't have a say. So a big thing would be, if you don't know what you want to do, do something on the side. Like do, like I took the corporate job. It wasn't my first choice. It wasn't what I wanted to do. And to be honest, I didn't have a ton of options. That was like the best option I had. And it paid well. So my parents were like, stay there, stay there until you die. And I was like, I don't think I could stay here till I die. This is, I can't be in this company for 50 years. I'll, I'll go nuts. Now, that being said, I have friends who are still there. It's been 15 plus years. I'm sure they have wonderful retirement accounts and they're fine with life. I, I'm sure they love it. For me, it would not have worked out well. And so the big thing for me was like, if I'm going to go do my own thing, I need to find a way to do it on my own and then build that sort of thing. And I have to make a case for it. So I think the younger you are, the more you have the influence of family. And that's really tough. And the thing I would say there is you can do both. You can make your family happy until you can get enough distance to go do your own thing while also doing your own thing. And then the other thing is your decisions aren't as important as you think they are. I changed jobs so many times. I I did it wrong so many ways. <laughs> and like Everyone I talk to who's younger like really wants to get it right. And there is no right. There's just, oh, I'm doing this. And I guess now I'm doing this. And now I'm doing this. Like, try and be mindful. Don't let your career happen to you. Make decisions. But also, each decision you make is far less important than you think. As long as you keep trying things. That's where I have to put the caveat. Because sometimes people just take a job and then stay there for 15 years and never get a promotion and never try anything. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is 
as long as you keep pushing and trying to learn and trying to figure out what you're good at and pursuing your skill set, then that will lead you in the right direction. Like for me, every single person I talked to complained about their job and wanted to talk to me about it. I didn't know what career coaching was, but eventually I got the message. I should be doing this. And if I, as soon as I stopped to listen to what people were coming to me for, they were coming to me for that kind of stuff. Then I went and found jobs that filled that sort of a thing. So if everyone comes to you from financial advice, maybe be in finance. Everyone comes to you for creative advice, then maybe go into a creative field. If everyone that you talk to says you're good at a thing, start listening to that. I think it's really helpful. Oh, what amazing advice. The other piece I would add, because sometimes people aren't coming to you, but your gut is telling mm-hmm. you something. And I think that it's especially common with young people to disregard their gut. They don't trust themselves. How would you help them feel more comfortable in listening to what their gut is telling them, Martin? You have to build things. You have to, you can't rationalize your gut. You have to do things. So my partner is an artist. So, and I am, I have a creative side. I was an art design minor. So every once in a while, every once in a while when I'm having a hard week, I'll get this thought in my head that I should be like a poet or like be an artist or like just give it all up and go the art route. And I, it's just so funny. Like it happens so often in a way where my body is just like, can you just make something? Just make something. Like my brain always goes to change careers because that's my life is helping people change careers. But really all my gut is telling me is like, can you go draw something? Can you go like get some, some creativity into our lives? That's all it's saying to me. So like, listen to your gut, but also realize that if you have anxiety or something, it will take what your gut is saying and like project it <laughs> into something else. And so I have to like, tamper it down and then get back to what the gut's really saying. And so in those cases, I think definitely you have to make the thing. You can't live in your head about it. So like right now, every once in a while, I'm like, maybe I'll be a therapist when I'm older. I could just stop there and just picture life as a therapist. Oh, it must be so cool and wonderful and insightful and all these things. Or I can go talk to therapists or I can go like, attend a class or I can go do something tangible to verify it. Or like so many people are like, I want to work in marketing because I love the show Mad Men. That's not marketing. That's not at all what that job looks like. Go talk to someone in that job or I want to be a developer because it pays well. You're going to have a heck of a run trying to make that work. Again, career coaching, it's like the job that I couldn't get away from. No matter what I was doing, I was coaching people on their careers. So I almost had to like accept it. And that was a weird process of like shedding marketing as a career and like go, okay, well now that I'm a career coach, what do I do? What do I, how do I make this work? And that's been the journey for me. It's like, now that I know that this is the skill that I have to do because I'm always doing it regardless. Now what? Cause I wasn't, I'm not always drawing. I, I rarely write poetry. I don't know why I have that thought, but like, at the end of the day, I'm always talking to people about taboo topics like money and their jobs and their bosses and things like that. I was eating a bagel yesterday 
And two people that worked at Cisco were sitting next to me and they were talking about all the different people that worked for them and who should get fired, who should get promoted and everything. I just was like, just listen. I was like, oh, this is fascinating to me. I got to listen to every word of these people sound like they're terrible to work for. <laughs> My partner is sitting there eating a bagel. She didn't hear a word that they said. She was thinking her head, thinking about her art projects. Like that to me is hilarious and so insightful of like, yeah, I'm in the right place. Sometimes you're in the right place and your body's fighting it and you don't know why. But typically that just means that you're maybe not taking care of something else in your psyche. I think to me that just showed that you're nosy. <laughs> oh, I would have been doing it. I would have been leaning in oh, too, Martin. <laughs> so nosy. I want to know everything. Right. But the thing is, when I say listen to your gut and, mm-hmm. and I kind of want to, what is it called? Ground truth this with yeah. you. I am not saying follow your passion because most college students have not yet identified their professional passions. Instead, listen to your gut, follow your interests. Now, yes. in your experience, Martin, what do you say? I would say most people don't know what they're passionate about and passions change wildly. What I learned about myself wasn't, I want to be an artist. What I learned was when I'm anxious, I create art. So I was really anxious for a month or so because I was about to move into a new apartment. And so my body was just like, make art, make art. And that's, that's a coping mechanism. That's not a career. And like so, self-soothing. Exactly. And so for me, it's like, at the end of the day, what's the thing that I wake up and always am down to do? Like literally when I'm not coaching, I'm drinking coffee with a friend and they're telling me about the job. Cool. That's fine. Again, going all the way back, I was in college and I was an RA and anyone needed a resume done, they would come to me and I would rewrite their resume. I didn't think about it. It was just something I did. I was good at. And it uses my marketing skills, my writing skills, my creative skills, my design skills. It uses all of those things. And now I run a business. So I designed my own website and I created the logo and I get to do all... I'm not a designer. I've never gotten hired as a logo designer. I guess technically I did for like a year, but I'm able to make my own logos. I'm able to make my own podcast. I'm able to make my own things and scratch that itch, so to speak. But it, again, it comes down to you're just up here. You're never going to figure it out. You need to go talk to real people and build real things. And by that, what Martin is saying is you need to do what are known as informational interviews. You mm-hmm. need to reach out. You need to connect with people through your alumni. You use LinkedIn to do that. You also can look at people who are in the industries that interest you and identify people at these companies. Reach out, connect, ask them for 20 minutes so that you can get a taste of what it's like to do their job and get their advice the way that Martin and I are swapping tips. So as, to, one of my, as one of my clients said, ethical stalking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Some people may get annoyed, but it's all good. Like the world is a big place. Keep reaching out. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode.
Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at time, the number four, coffee.org or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. Thank you.